Welcome to So Tell Me More, a podcast where you can join Prabnor and Navya, two psychotherapy students, as they dive into various topics through a psychotherapy lens. This podcast will get you thinking and reflecting on all things mental health, ranging from self-care to learning more about what exactly cognitive behavior therapy is. We hope you stick around. In today's episode, we will be discussing gratitude and how it relates to various psychotherapy interventions, as well as our own experiences and practicum with gratitude. So let's start off by discussing what is gratitude at all. So gratitude is defined as thinking about and being thankful for experiences or qualities in ourselves, other people, and the world. This is, of course, just one definition, but it relates very closely to what we work on in CBT groups and other interventions. So I thought it was a more simplified, easier one to point out. So, of course, here you can tell that we're looking at three different areas. We're looking at ourselves, we're looking at the people around us, and then the world or our life. So that's kind of the the key thing there to keep in mind. And in terms of gratitude, there can be a lot of misunderstandings or just people interpret it in very different ways. Sometimes people think that it means that we're just ignoring negatives, not at all thinking about them and only focusing on positives. But that's actually not the case. It involves more so accepting the negative aspects of life, ourselves and other people, while actively looking beyond these negatives to pay more attention to positive dimensions of our experiences. So, for example, something that we talk about in group is if you go out for lunch with a friend to a restaurant after a very long time and the food you get is just absolutely terrible. Like It's not mm-hmm. good at all. The food is cold. It's not tasty. It's just not up to your standards or what you wanted from that experience. One person could very easily focus on those negative aspects, allow it to like taint the entire experience and in the end just have a very sour taste leaving that restaurant. On the other hand, if you were taking more of a gratitude approach and wanting to be more positive about the situation, you accept that, okay, you know what, the food wasn't great. I didn't really have a good time in that part of it, but I got to see an old friend. I got to eat at a restaurant. I didn't have to cook for myself. I didn't have to do dishes. So those are a couple of the positive elements that you could focus on. And in that way, you leave with more of a positive, happy, I guess, generally more kind of like a grateful step away from it really yeah like a grateful step away and just in general the relationship between you and your friend might end up being more positive after that experience like it just is a overall better place to be (laughs) compared to being so overwhelmed with the negatives so that's kind of a little bit about gratitude again like I mentioned sometimes there's a lot of different understandings of gratitude and sometimes people feel like it's just being grateful for particular moments in time and doing it let's say one time and that's about it that's all it takes but really gratitude is more of a practice and that's something you'll hear us say quite often in this episode is a gratitude practice and the reason why is because it's something that you're constantly working on you're constantly doing and enhancing and trying to incorporate in many different parts of your life so for example if you got a gift from a friend you could feel grateful for that person in the moment but gratitude goes beyond that it's about 
living life with an attitude of gratitude. Ooh, that rhymed. That sounded really cool. (laughs) We need to make t-shirts for that. (laughs) A gratitude? Wait, what was it? An attitude? With with gratitude? Something like that? I messed up the line. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to it. It's okay. We'll figure out the line. (laughs) But that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, Just having more so of an attitude of gratitude. That's what it was. (laughs) There you go. An attitude of gratitude. Exactly. And I think that's that's so well put, uh, even if it was unintentional. Looking at really this idea that we're not just trying to be thankful or grateful in one moment, maybe even having a shift in the way we perceive the world and really expressing gratitude in a way that just becomes a normal part of our routine and our life. And I think one way that I like to think about gratitude is almost like an affirmation of goodness. And what I mean by that is you're not necessarily saying that your life is perfect because life isn't always perfect. Things come up and things can sometimes be not that great. Mm -hmm. But I think what's important is acknowledging that there are good aspects in our life and then being grateful for people, for things that are going well, or just different aspects about yourself even can be very helpful in shifting our mindset or even our mood in different moments. And I think something that was shared with us even within our group practicum experience is that each time we practice having a beneficial experience, so each time we practice expressing gratitude, we're actually pulling away engagement from our brain's threat response. So moving away from our brain's natural fight or flight and actually bringing engagement into the soothing center. So when you're doing that, you're noticing that, you know, there's an impact in your mood in a more positive manner. And what we've seen is that people have shared that through practicing gratitude, they've noticed an improved mood overall, Mm -hmm. and they've also found a sense of meaning and purpose in life. So some people have expressed that, you know what, I feel hopeful and I feel inspired for the future knowing that there are aspects in my life that I am thankful and grateful for right now that are going well. And I think the important aspect of this whole idea is, like Navir mentioned already, is practicing. Just saying it once might not have the effect you're hoping for, but if you really incorporate it into your life, you might notice a change. People have also shared that practicing gratitude has actually improved relationships with others around them. Mm -hmm. So we've noticed that some people shared becoming more helpful by doing acts of kindness even. Individuals have shared that you're showing your gratitude towards others, but you're also feeling good by doing those acts of kindness. So it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. By showing gratitude or showing that you're thankful for other people, you might, let's say, bring them a coffee one morning and say, hey, you know, I really appreciate you. So not only are you expressing your gratitude towards others but by doing that act of kindness you're also getting a little bit of that benefit people feel good after doing something for others you know it might not necessarily be a selfish way to go about things but we notice that expressing that gratitude towards others can actually impact our mood overall and we see these changes so there are a lot of benefits in actually engaging in different gratitude practices Yeah, absolutely. And I think you brought up a lot of great benefits of engaging in gratitude. And it, you know, I've seen a lot of different reactions when we bring up gratitude in groups. Some people are like, that just sounds like so positive. And I just I'm not in a place to do that. It's just too much. And other people are genuinely very curious about 
what that could look like. And of course, there's a lot of research support behind it. That's why we do it in our groups. And we'll talk a little bit more about how it's incorporated in group in a lot of different ways. But I think it's so interesting to hear about the biology behind it, like that engagement from the threat response, which is a huge part of a lot of different difficulties that we face. It could be part of depression, anxiety, but also non-disorders as well, just like general nervousness, fear, withdrawing from other people, avoidance. So it's such a such a key part of a lot of people's functioning and how we can move over that engagement into a soothing center. And, you know, that just sounds that sounds amazing. Why wouldn't you want to feel more soothed and, you know, just in a better state of mind and mood in general? So, yeah, it's really quite interesting to hear the research and science behind that part of it. Exactly, exactly. And if we look at a little bit more of the research behind it, there are different studies that sort of show that practicing gratitude can actually lead to an improvement in mood. And one specific study in 2019 sort of examined the effectiveness of gratitude in CBT to reduce academic stress among various students. So what they did was they looked at the academic stress scale and the grateful scale to measure the outcomes of gratitude itself. So what they found through this research was that the group that received the CBT saw a larger reduction in academic stress scores compared to the control group or the group that didn't receive that gratitude practice within their CBT skills. So noticing that even just from that study within students and looking at academic stress, practicing gratitude as a part of their routine did have an impact to actually decrease stress which is a great avenue to see that effect in. In another way, where we look at gratitude and well-being, people have reported through research that there is a greater satisfaction with life and self-esteem, also noticing more optimism and hope in their life. Another area that research looked at within gratitude was exploring how gratitude impacts social relationships, and people actually reported that they found a positive impact on their emotions by expressing gratitude and in these social situations with other individuals. They also found that gratitude is actually believed to reflect a positive impact in social relationships, so people are perceiving more positive outcomes in their social interactions when they are engaging regularly and gratitude practices. They also shared that it sort of reinforces social actions in both the giver and gift giver recipient. So what that sort of means is that you're, you know, fostering these social relationships by thinking about acts of kindness related to gratitude. So both you as maybe someone who's giving that gift, so if you were the one giving that coffee to your friend to show that you're thankful, or you even as that friend receiving that coffee, and just these small acts can really impact one's mood and also foster a more healthy and positive relationship in these social settings. But overall, what we found is, and what research shows, is that gratitude can actually foster great social support and lower levels of stress. And this can even be seen in specific diagnoses and stuff that we've done in our groups as well, within depression especially, on how it really can impact individuals' moods when they're continually and ongoingly expressing gratitude. Absolutely. And I think it's great to point out some of these key research studies. But anecdotally, we've also seen the impact that gratitude can have on people. And of course, as we mentioned, it's a practice. So it takes quite some time to get to a stage where you're really engaging in gratitude in a meaningful way. And you're, you know, working on that every single day. But 
I've anecdotally at least heard a lot of great response to just doing gratitude practices in group or people starting to do gratitude journaling, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But yeah, lots of lots of great benefits for sure. And something that we discussed quite a bit so far is how gratitude impacts our relationships with others. And as we know, we're we're such social beings as humans. We interact with people regularly in many different ways now, um, virtually or non-virtually in person, Mm -hmm. but just lots of different interactions with people every single day every hour of the day as well and so when you're expressing gratitude there's actually a lot of different benefits to doing this in a way that you can involve other people some of the benefits include actually extending the moment of gratitude so not only is it a private event where I'm expressing gratitude or feeling gratitude in a particular situation and then extending that to my entire life but also discussing that with other people it just gives overall more time to focus on that gratitude and it extends that moment generally. Also, what can happen is when you open up about gratitude, it gets other people more encouraged to open up about the things that they feel grateful for as well. So you can have this reciprocal sharing, which can lead to just more positive conversations. So for example, if Prabhnur shares, let's say that she feels grateful for her coffee today, that might encourage me to share that, hey, like I had a green tea today and I actually feel really grateful for that as well. And it just starts to spark these really great conversations. And generally, when we have more positive interactions and conversations we can also see improved mood so lots of great benefits there additionally when we're talking about these not only like positive gratitudes but just deep meaningful things that are valuable to us it can really deepen and improve our relationships in general so I can learn a lot more about Prabhnur let's say when she shares what she feels grateful for and she'll learn a lot more about me when I share what I feel grateful for and if we can do this more regularly then it can generally just improve our relationship and get us to feel closer to each other than maybe we would have before. Related to that point, the last benefit I want to share is just generally feeling more connected to others around us. And, you know, going through a pandemic and being virtual for so long, I think we really value now the benefit of being connected to others around us, no matter how you do that. And generally, when we have these social connections, we are more resilient. We have generally better mental health and well-being. And there's just tons of benefits that come along with that. So there's lots of different ways that we can use gratitude practice and really seek the benefits from it and one of those ways is by sharing it with other people yeah and i think that's so important to mention is that when we are talking about you know what we're grateful for we really are opening ourselves up to more relationships even so like mm-hmm. like navia was saying over the course of how long we've known each other navia's grown to learn that i am an avid coffee drinker <laughs> i absolutely do love coffee and yeah. a part of almost every a gratitude check-in that we do, I always share some fact about coffee, whether it's me enjoying a new coffee flavor that I tried or trying something different altogether. So I think having that opportunity to share things that we're grateful for also show other people what we value and we, what we find important in our lives mm-hmm. and what is going well or what we might even want to see a change in. So I think allowing ourselves to sit with other people and sharing gratitude not only does it show us that you know maybe there's a lot of things in our life that we are thankful for and that might be going well but it's also allowing you to build greater connections with other people kind of like what Navia essentially was saying this entire time 
So we've been talking about gratitude in terms of how it can be beneficial, but where can we actually see gratitude and how can we work towards practicing gratitude? So I would say my first experience with gratitude was actually when we started our practicum. And I'm not sure if this is the same for you, Nafia, Mm -hmm. but the first time I heard about gratitude was actually in one of the CBT for depression groups I was a part of. So a component of that group therapy is that every week when we meet for the beginning of our session, we'll spend the first 10 minutes or so going through the group and doing a gratitude check-in. And what that essentially means is that you're sharing something positive that happened in the past week or sharing something that you're grateful for. And I think just taking those first couple of minutes before we start the session is so valuable to sort of just reflect and really begin to integrate this gratitude practice into our daily routine where we're just checking in to say, hey, everyone just go around and share one thing that is positive or one thing that you're grateful for. And I think what's important is that you don't necessarily have to make it a very big item. Yeah. Some people have shared that, you know what, I'm honestly just really grateful for my cup of coffee in the morning. I really can't get away from this coffee. We need to think of more examples. <laughs> but, you know, I'm really grateful for my cup of coffee. Other people have shared, I'm really grateful for my pets. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what, I had the chance to meet up with some friends this past weekend and I'm thankful that I had that opportunity. So really just reflecting on small or big things happening in individual lives and just sharing that in the beginning of each session can be so valuable to sort of show you how to sort of incorporate practicing gratitude in your day-to-day life. And I think it was definitely my first interaction as well, Prabhner, with gratitude in general. I had heard of gratitude practices before, but I had never actually been involved with them. And seeing them be such a big part or I guess a consistent part of CBT groups in general was really cool and I think it's such a great way to open up a session as well every time that you meet you're fostering those relationships and that bond and I've noticed a lot of times someone sharing something and a lot of back and forth goes on so someone's like Mm -hmm. oh yeah like I also like my pets or something along those lines to get away from coffee but yeah there's (laughs) lots of different uh, relationships that can start to form or be fostered through this practice and things that even people bring up at the end of group where it's like I remember you mentioned earlier that you felt grateful for so and so and you know I think that really stuck with me and so there's a lot of amazing benefits to it and I and seeing it in this kind of intervention is pretty cool yeah yeah I've also seen it with like a behavioral activation Mm -hmm. group where they were starting each session just by doing a quick check-in to say hey what are you grateful for this week? And I think it's just a great way to start to learn to incorporate that into your life. So in addition to doing those weekly check-ins in the beginning, within those groups, there's actually a whole session dedicated to gratitude and what it means, what research says about it, and how you can practice it beyond just a quick check-in on how your week's going. And I think I'll let Navia talk a bit more about what that entails, but I think it just shows you the importance and value of gratitude and what it can offer. Absolutely. So in our last phase of CBT for depression protocols, we shift into these additional skills that can be helpful to boost mood in general. And so that's where this gratitude session comes in. And it's usually a very popular session from my experience. People 
have a really great chance to reflect in a meaningful way. It steps away from some of those really core CBT skills as well that can be quite mm-hmm. exhausting and difficult. Not to say that gratitude sometimes is not difficult, but it, it gives you a chance to just have a more uplifting session. It's very meaningful. I always say this is my favorite session because it's so heartwarming just to hear mm-hmm. everyone's experiences. And so the way that we introduce gratitude in our CBT groups is through this practice called gratitude journaling. And it's very similar to our check-in, for example. But here what you're doing is writing down a gratitude every single day for a certain amount of time to start. And then you can kind of extend that practice as you wish. But just taking a couple of minutes, let's say five minutes, to note down gratitude in three particular areas, like I mentioned in the definition. So you could note down gratitude about the world or your life, about others, and then about yourself. And like Prabhner mentioned, these can be as little or as big as you'd like. It's completely up to you and what feels authentic and natural. That's the key as well. Not to make up things for the sake of making it up, but having it be as genuine and honest as possible. And that will definitely be more beneficial than just putting something down. And so, yeah, I think something that they encourage in group is write down a few things, but really go into depth and think about Why does this make me feel grateful? What about this experience makes me feel grateful? And that can help you re-engage with some of your values and the meaning that you're seeking from your life. So it's a really great way to just re-engage with that and get back to the things that are important to you and reflect on that a little bit. So that's one way to engage in gratitude journaling. Do you have any thoughts about that, Prabhner? You've observed this in groups many times. Yeah, I think something that I didn't realize is this idea of a gratitude worksheet. Mm. So to sort of visualize what that includes is kind of like what Navia just said about having these three columns of, you know, gratitude about the world and my life, about others and about myself. Mm -hmm. And even if, you know, our listeners or anyone else that's heard about gratitude wants to try practicing it, just writing things down in each of those areas, like Navia said, spend five minutes to do it and just you can do it as, you know, as often or as little as you want but reflecting on well what am I grateful for in terms of the world so some things to include in that is where I live maybe having access to certain rights and privileges and just other things that you know about your world or your life thinking some of those things down and jotting that stuff down and then when you're reflecting on gratitude about others that can include any family friends or even pets that you have writing things that you're grateful for with your interactions with them and lastly I think one area that I struggle with the most personally is gratitude about myself and this can be sometimes really hard to sort of reflect on and include but thinking about well are there certain qualities that you really value in yourself and you are really thankful for yourself of having them or any strengths or anything that you know comes to mind about yourself that you're grateful for so some people have shared that you know I'm really grateful for my dedication to my friends and my family or my dedication to work so things like that and just I think it can be easier to reflect on gratitude towards others in the world but the hardest one can be about yourself but that's also so important Mm -hmm. to include because it can give you insight on who you are and can sometimes also just feel nice to be grateful for things about ourselves and what we bring into the world. It's so true. I think every group that I've observed and been a part of, that is definitely an area that people have a very hard time with. Same with the facilitators, same with the students. It it's hard. I feel like we're not we're not used to talking about yeah. ourselves in that way, unfortunately. 
it's the same with self-compassion like that can be incredibly difficult Mm -hmm. we have a much easier time generally being compassionate towards friends family even strangers sometimes more so than ourselves and so something that they do suggest if you are trying to practice gratitude especially if you're having difficulty coming up with something about yourself is you can even ask a close trusted friend or family member or anyone really that you trust about what do you feel grateful about me being in your life and that can open up some doors so it doesn't necessarily have to come from you initially just because I understand it can be incredibly difficult at the start but just getting the ball rolling and getting something down eventually will help strengthen that pathway for you to think about yourself in that way and over time it what I've heard at least is that it gets easier and easier. Mm-hmm. Prabhnur and I are still early in our gratitude journeys ourselves. And oh, yeah. so we'll let you know how that goes in the future. But yeah, it can take some time. And especially coming up with something about yourself can be so hard. Yeah. And I think just the final thing I wanted to share on that aspect is just being kinder to yourself when you are trying it. Because like we've been saying, it's a practice. Mm -hmm. It's also a skill. The more you work on it, the easier it'll become. And maybe it won't be very easy or it might not come naturally in the beginning. But the more you try it, the more you practice it, it might just get a little bit more natural as you go along. And that's one form of gratitude practices that you can engage in. There's also many others. One example I wanted to share is called Rose Rose Thorn Bud. This is by Neil Pashrisha, if I'm saying his name right. It's a really cool, I just, I mean, it's it's gratitude ultimately, but I just really like how it's structured. So the way that it works really briefly, and you can look this up and take a look at his blogs and stuff that he's written, but the roses are your gratitudes or something positive that have happened. So you usually want to do this with one other person if not many others and so having this discussion is what he encourages so spend five minutes in your day and discuss your rose rose thorn bud with someone in your life or many people in your life so for example if Prabhner and I were engaging in this she would share a rose uh, which is her gratitude and then I would also share my rose and then we would do that a second time so those are that's your rose rose a thorn is something that didn't go well in your week and this is why we think that just busting some of those myths about gratitude are so important because those thorns are important learning for us sometimes and many times actually most of the time things don't go perfect things don't go well there's difficulties that we might have and acknowledging those and sharing them with someone that you care about and who cares about you is a really great way to accept that but also to maybe focus a little more on those roses or the positives and then the reason why i like this practice is the bud And the bud is looking to the future. It is something that you're looking forward to in the short term or long term that can really keep you motivated, that can keep you focused on something, some sort of destination in the future that's coming up for you. So for example, a bud could be, I'm seeing my friends on the weekend, or I'm going to watch a movie tomorrow, or I'm cooking a great meal tomorrow. So something small that you're looking forward to, small or big, that you're looking forward to in the near or distant future. So I know this is new for you, Prabhnur. How do you feel yeah. about that one? I, I had never heard about this rose, mm. rose, thorn bud, but yeah. I actually really like it. It just seems like a nice way to acknowledge both the things that mm-hmm. are going well in your life, but also understanding that, you know, life happens, like you said, yeah. and things don't always go the way we hoped or we expected. But knowing how there might be something still to look forward to or even planning maybe ways that you can address things that didn't go well. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a really great exercise that encompasses all aspects yeah. that 
can be something that people experience i i really like that exercise i kind of want to try it now with <laughs> someone i'm probably gonna go bug somebody and be like hey let's try this that's exactly what i did when i learned about it i made my whole family sit down and do it and i said we're gonna do this every day but of course that's a little bit difficult <laughs> when you're trying to balance six people doing a gratitude together but yeah like talk having these conversations with people in your life is so important and such an important part of gratitude practices and one last form of gratitude practice that I wanted to talk about is a one line a day journal and this is something that I own my really close friend gave it to me for my birthday last year and I absolutely love it what you do is you write down one highlight or something that stood out to you every single day for five years. It sounds like a lot. I know. And it is a lot. <laughs> I'm only in my first year of it. And I still have days or weeks even where I haven't written something and I have to backtrack and try to think about it. But it can be a really great way to just pick out some of those highlights in your day. And then I'm just looking forward to five years later, looking back at all of these years and what happened every single day and what that was like for me. And I think it's nice because it gives you more of a, a broad perspective on your life. So in general, I can look at patterns and I can say, oh, like during this time, these were the things that were important to me and that really stood out to me. And then how does that change for me five years later? So it's a great reflection tool in general, but can also be really great for gratitude because it's so structured so depending on what kind of practice you're looking for that's a more structured formal one that you could engage in every day yeah and I think I love the idea that you actually write it out yeah I think sometimes when we think about things they're a bit more abstract but writing it out makes it that Mm -hmm. much more objective and it's kind of that much more real so the fact that you write it out whether it's in a proper journal or just you know in a notebook that you have at home and just writing things out just is a nice way for you to look at it almost from a third perspective Mm -hmm. even at times and I think that can be really helpful especially if you're having days where it's harder to practice gratitude because some days it might be easier you know you can be thankful for different things that are going on in your life but other days can be really hard and that's where seeing some of those past areas that you were grateful for or even just reflecting on something really small Mm -hmm. can be really meaningful and can have a great impact on how you're feeling. Yeah, that's a really great point and something that we talk about in our groups as well is having it written down and then just going back and reading it, revisiting it when you're in really difficult times of your life can just bring back some of those feelings of gratitude, even if it's not in that moment. So again, we talked about like extending the moment of gratitude. And another way to do that is by writing things down and revisiting them, going back to them and just you know, feeling how you felt at some certain point in your life and then having hope for the future again. So yeah, yeah, I think that's a really great point. Are there any gratitude practices that you engage in, Prabnor? Any thoughts about that? Yeah, so, well, now I really want to try this rose rose thorn (laughs) bud. Mm -hmm. So I think I might try to incorporate that or at least experiment with it. And I think that's something important to note is try try different things. For sure. Some some things will work for uh, people, others might not. Mm -hmm. But I think something that I've been trying to do is I think I'm lucky because I'm still in group therapy. So I get to practice gratitude on a weekly basis. But beyond that, I think I do want to maybe keep a journal Mm -hmm. and just reflect on one thing throughout the week because sometimes having it a day can be overwhelming or for myself at least it can be a lot. So kudos to you for continuing <laughs> it's hard. that. It's hard work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think even like once a week, if it's just practicing gratitude mm-hmm. on like a Sunday night or a Monday morning and just saying, hey, 
this is something that I, I'm grateful for. I, I'm doing that right now, but that's because I have a group on Mondays. <laughs> but apart from that, I think I want to continue just practicing gratitude and try to incorporate it with my friends and family too, because I think it's something that everyone could benefit from. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I think we're lucky being in the field and being in contact with these practices and the research. And, you know, we are lucky to be in that situation. And so I think it's it's a really great time for us to share that with people around us and yeah. let them know about it. Because I know a lot of people, at least in my family, they were like, I have never even heard of this. Pra- like, what is this? <laughs> what are we oh, doing? Oh, same. Yeah. They're <laughs> they like, have, gratitude. Like, yeah. wh- what do you mean? <laughs> do we have time for that? <laughs> and then like, you know, <laughs> making time, carving it out for yourself. But yeah, I think it's, um, it's a really beneficial thing to engage in and just to reflect on a little bit once in a while like you said Prabhnor once a week even just to like sit down and reflect on where you're at and it helps slow things down as well because we do live very fast-paced lives and it's it's easy to just always be living in the future and always be thinking about okay what's next what's next but I find that this is a great way to just take a pause be present in the moment like feel your feelings as well like this is how I'm feeling I'm feeling grateful and what does that mean for me in my body what physical sensations emotions come up so it's a really great kind of mindfulness practice as well (laughs) just like slowing down pausing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah is there anything else that you're doing Navya apart from the one line a day journal I don't think so. I think that's about it as well as the check-ins in group. And I noticed as well in group that not only am I thinking about gratitude when I'm, say, facilitating a check-in or engaging in it with other participants, but in preparation for a group, I'm like, oh, wait, what do I feel grateful for even before I attend the group? So it, yeah. And that's something I've heard from a lot of people is like you start to look out for things that you're grateful for in your normal life and in your regular day. And so in that way, again, it's extending that gratitude practice. It's taking it beyond that exact moment where you're going to share it, but also getting you to just realize and pay attention to some of these things that usually we may not pay attention to. So yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Like I spend maybe like a couple minutes before group thinking about it and then also the moments in group that I do it and then the one line a day so in general it kind of like is dispersed here and there but it's it's nice to yeah I, I don't know I feel like I like the idea of a gratitude journal as well like specifically just gratitude in those three mm-hmm. areas so that might be something I try after our groups wrap up or something where I'm not getting that like formal check-in yeah. moment but Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just nice to reflect on different things that are going well in our life. And mm-hmm. sometimes we, because like you said, we live such busy lives generally, and there's so much going on, even if it's not like physically you're running to do certain things, but mm-hmm. there's a lot going on in life. So just oh, taking yeah. a moment to reflect on things or areas that we're grateful for can be a nice way to just check in with ourselves as well and see, hey, what's going on? But I think we've been talking a lot about gratitude and its benefits, what it means, how we can actually see its practices, not only in therapy, but in other ways for other individuals to try it. We do want to encourage you to explore what gratitude means for you. And if there are certain things that stood out from our episode today, if there's anything that you'd like to try, we'd love to hear from you. And we'd encourage you to try different things and test it out. Treat it as an experiment. See if one thing works. And if it does, great. Try another one. And if it doesn't, see what what does work and how you want to shape your own gratitude journey. And just as we end, we wanted to remind you that this information is meant to be purely educational. We are not health professionals, just graduate students navigating these topics with you. 
Any podcast content is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. And we recommend that you always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions or concerns regarding your mental health and your well-being. We also want to share some resources with you that includes Good to Talk, Kids Help Phone, Crisis Text Line, Connects Ontario, Bounce Back Ontario, which is a free skill building program managed by the Canadian Mental Health Association, and Hope for Wellness Chat and Helpline. And this is a line that offers immediate mental health and counseling, including crisis intervention to all Indigenous peoples across Canada. These are just a few resources that we know of within Canada, but we encourage you to explore your own local resources for mental health and please reach out to them if you need it. And as always, you can connect with us through our email, which is so tell me more podcast at gmail.com and our Instagram page at so tell me more podcast. You can check out our Instagram for any future updates, and it's a great way to share any sort of feedback, suggestions for topic ideas, anything at all, or even if you practice gratitude journaling, let us know how that experience was for you. So if you like what you hear, please subscribe to our show in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts, or wherever else you're listening right now. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you learned something new or simply enjoyed our exploration of gratitude. We're excited to continue exploring new topics in future episodes, but for now, stay safe and take care. Take care.